You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 317, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. This is episode 317, which is my top 10 lessons of 2022. So every single year on She Runs the Show, I like to do a lessons review for the year. And in continuing with that tradition, I want to talk into today's episode about what has been for me the top 10 lessons of 2022. When I think back on the last 12 months, now that we're in a fresh new year of 2023, there were quite a few really difficult really hard lessons that came into to being for me. And not to say that these weren't lessons that I had not experienced before, but life is a spiritual classroom. And you might be in one spiritual classroom when you're 20 and need to revisit that spiritual classroom when you're 25 or 35 or 45, because you might've gotten some of the class but you didn't get all of the lesson. And so lessons spiritually tend to repeat themselves because if you don't get it the first time around, trust me, just wait, it will come back around again until you are open, willing, and ready to learn the lesson. So uh, a number of the things I'm going to talk about in my top 10 lessons of 2022 have been repeat opportunities in the same spiritual classroom. That's the nicest way that I can put that. But I do want to talk about what were, for me, the lessons of 2022, because maybe they were also your lessons. And listening to this episode, you can hear a different take on them, a different perspective of the gifts of them, but also a different way to move forward with those particular lessons. So hopefully you don't go to the same spiritual classroom in five or 10 or 15 years. So as I said earlier, 2022 was a tough year for me. It was a tough year on many different fronts. Um, It was a year of really having to look at the areas of my life that I was mastering, but more specifically to look at the areas of my life that I was not mastering. Because obviously I was in a personal year four numerologically and the four years typically about mastery teaching, learning, growing, and then teaching to others. So that that stood true in, in 2022. I'm not a big fan of four years or two years for that matter in numerology, but uh, I learned a lot in 2022 about myself specifically, but also about where I needed to grow in terms of mastery overall in my life, not just in business, but also in life. And so Let me walk through some of the lessons, my top lessons, because there were many, obviously, but I want to talk about my top 10 lessons of 2022. So lesson number one, and this has been a repeat classroom lesson that has come to me over and over again. I am not sure what part of it I still need to learn, but clearly because it keeps showing up, I'm like, okay, um, I didn't get the full lesson as of yet. So lesson number one for me of 2022 was this, nothing changes unless I do. And I could add nothing changes unless and until I do. And in here was the thing that became crystal clear for me in 2022. You know, there's a lifetime price to be paid for not changing 
what you have the power to change. Let me actually own that statement. There's a lifetime price to be paid for not changing what I know I have the power to change. And I think in 2022, I was confronted with things I was unhappy with. I was confronted with all the excuses that I had given for years about my unhappiness. And I was also confronted with the fact that the only person who could change the dynamics of my unhappiness was me. And so I think by far the biggest lesson for me of 2022 was nothing changes unless and until I do. Now, how am I moving forward in 2023 with that lesson? You know, this is this little spiritual classroom, which is actually a massive spiritual classroom. It is really easy to go into amnesia mode with this lesson. Like, and one of the things that I'm working on in 2023 is reminding myself every time I go to complain or to get upset about something or to feel like I need to shift something or any, any, like any time I start to go on the mode of, I am unhappy about this, whatever this is. Okay. I need to stop myself and say, okay, what am I going to change then? If I'm unhappy, right? Like, what am I doing about this? Because to sit in a space of being unhappy about a situation and, and playing the victim in the situation, knowing that the power of the situation is always within you, that, that just cannot be how I move through life. And so 2022 was a, was a year where I finally said to myself in a number of areas, I am not going to sit and bitch about my unhappiness and then do nothing about it. Like I need to get up. I need to make decisions. I need to make things happen. Yes, it's going to be painful and there are going to be risks and it's going to be challenging. But the reality is, is until I get up and change things, nothing will change. So for me, that was by far the biggest lesson of 2022. Another lesson, I'm calling this lesson number two, but this is not necessarily the the second most important lesson. Another lesson that I learned in 2022 was this, creating space for the new requires not filling it with the old. Let me say that. I want you, like, this is deeper than it sounds. So just like, let's take this in. Creating space for the new requires not filling it with the old. In other words, the same toxic patterns of our lives comes in many different forms. And we have got to be vigilantly mindful of the same toxic pattern coming to us in a different form. Because so often what ends up happening, and I'll speak for myself, is that new feels new, right? New is like the new shiny car smell. New is the the new house, the new vehicle, the new puppy, all of that feels really great because it's new, but new does not necessarily equal different when it comes to toxic patterns. So one of the things that I really had to take a step back and look at in my own life, especially because in 2022, I, I started to make some significant shifts in things in my life that were causing me unhappiness. And I, I just started taking my power back in that way. At the same time, I also had to step back and say, okay, I need enough solitude and space for myself that I can get better 
at identifying toxic patterns when they show up in a different form, but yet still the same pattern. So the second lesson, and and it's carrying over for me in 2023, because I'm choosing to make 2023 a solidly um, solitude driven year, laser focus, tunnel vision, uh, really not focusing on creating community for myself or massive levels of connection because of in part this lesson number two, creating space for the new requires not filling it with the old because I realized in 2022 that I've got to get better at, at not confusing new with different new does not always equal different. And when you want different, you need enough time to start to develop that keen sense of whether whatever is entering your life, is that simply new, but the same toxic pattern, or is it actually new and different if different is what you want? So that was a really powerful realization that I came to this idea that creating space for the new requires not filling it with the old. In other words, keeping the space open long enough for me to get better at seeing whether I'm looking at new and different or I'm looking at new and the same toxic pattern, like the the same pattern disguised in new wrapping. So that was a major, major lesson for me. Now, as I carry this into 2023, Again, what I was talking about is this whole thing of solitude. You know, there's a part of me that's really like, I want uh, a new tribe and I want friends that are like so aligned to me and I want all this connection and stuff. And I, I really, I want that for sure. And I know that's coming, but I also realize that there is a space in between those new friendships and, and, and a new tribe where I've got to get better at really seeing toxic patterns for what they are. And so I'm taking 2023 instead of jumping into like, let me find my community. Let me find my tribe. I'm really taking 2023 to get my vibe right first. So I tracked my tribe based on the vibe that I'm developing and developing that vibe really requires having time with myself to step back and just notice if I can actually clearly see whether new is new and different or new is new with the same toxic pattern. So that was lesson number two. Lesson number three of 2022 for me was this laser focus requires saying no 80% of the time. Let me repeat this lesson because I'm about to go there for a minute. Lesson number three for me in 2022 is this laser focus requires saying no 80% of the time. So I've, I've always been really good with no and saying no and, and being the, the mean person to set boundaries, like, you know, whatever, but, but I, and I, I'm typically really good, but what I learned in, in 2022 and really what I've been noticing about myself even before 2022 is I'm also somebody who loves to help and I'm someone who loves to serve and I'm a coach. So I coach people. Um, and I, I coach, I would coach my friends and I would, you know, I would do all of these things, not, and I'm not talking about coaching my clients that pay me, my clients that pay me, we have an agreement those are boundaries that we set via that agreement. And so that is different than, 
what I found myself doing for a number of years, which is coaching family members and friends and like overextending myself and all of these other things. And even though I was very good at saying no, when I absolutely needed to, I realized in 2022 that I was not good at saying no, not, not because I needed to, but because I have the right to, right? There's a little bit of a difference between being able to set boundaries when it is absolutely necessary and being able to set boundaries when your future depends on it and you're worthy of being able to do so, right? So for me, I realized that one of the biggest lessons in 2022 was understanding that being the woman who wrote the book, find your focus, being the woman who wrote the book, um, you know, uh, you can do hard things being the woman who wrote the book, find your fire, right? Like being the woman who wrote the book, you know, own it. I needed to own the fact that I needed to get better at saying no more often. And when I say more often, like seriously, 80% of the time, because saying no is important if your life is your priority. And so one of the biggest realizations that I had in 2022 was that if I actually wanted to get to my goals in 2023, I had to, I had to get better at being very upfront and very clear about what I didn't have time for, about who I didn't have time for, about the things I would not engage in, the dramas I would not get into, the situations I would not insert myself in, and most importantly, the people I would not overextend myself for. And that's not because I don't love my friends and family. That's not because I don't want absolutely the best for them. But what I've realized is that much of my life has been about proving my worthiness to those closest to me by being seemingly invaluable, indispensable to those people, and yet still creating unworthiness in me. Because if my value is always based on over giving to them, then I'm under giving to me. So, so then the contract in that situation is I betray and abandon myself to getting good with them. That never works. That never works. And so I realized in 2022 that I needed to take, uh, even more so, like I'm pretty direct, you know, like very direct actually. And so I say my yeses and I say my noes, but I was only doing that in the circumstances where it had to be that. I wasn't doing that in circumstances where I could step back and go, okay, what is my agenda and what is my life plan? And do I actually have the extra space and time to coach my friend? Do I actually have the extra space and time to um, help this family? Do I actually have, like, if my goals are going to get achieved on time, do I actually have the time and the bandwidth and the emotional energy to help them? Or am I going to shortcut my goals and my deadlines to help them and then feel resentful about it? That That's where I had to get crystal clear. And what I've learned in 2022 is that I can no longer do the thing where I take longer to get to where I want to go because I feel like I have to help the people closest to me out. Like there comes a point where I have to trust, number one, 
I'm not indispensable to them. Let's like, like that was an ego trip I was on that I need to just cut to the quick because nobody's indispensable in your life. You are the only indispensable person in your life. So let's cut that out there. Let's get the ego. And I'm talking to myself here out of the way on that one. And then number two, I just say, you know what? I've got to put me first. Like I am setting the wrong tone for my life. If I am compromising my objectives and goals for anybody else, which means I've got to say no 80% of the time. So that was a massive lesson because, you know, I, I am, I have always been the person that was like, no, 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 I can do both. Right. And yes, I have been doing both, but, but at the sacrifice of both, right. So you can't divide energy and think you're going to give, you're going to be all in on five things. When if you put all of your energy on one thing, of course you can be all in on that one thing. So that was a huge lesson for me, really getting comfortable and confident with saying no 80% of the time, like literally no, no, I can't do that. No, I can't review that. No, I can't help you there. No, I can't do that. And being okay if, if people walk away from that going, man, Cassandra's not there for me right now. I'm not right now. I'm not. And that's okay. Cause you do. I'm not indispensable to you. You have the ability to save yourself. You have the ability to change yourself. You have the ability to transform yourself. I am not required to save you or change you or, you know, convince you. And so taking that burden off of myself has been super freeing and it has also helped me increase my level of focus on the priorities of my life. So that was lesson number three of 2022. Laser focus requires saying no 80% of the time. Lesson number four of 2022 for me was kind of connected to lesson number three. And it's this one, be good with being the villain in people's stories. I have said this on podcasts uh, before, and I know that my clients Often my coaching clients don't believe me when I say this. And a lot of my friends are like, I can't believe that. But here's the thing, right? We're all going to be a villain in somebody's story. There's nothing wrong with that. And I've got, and I've gotten really good. Like, I feel like lesson number four is something I, I mastered in 2022, but I certainly need to remind myself of it moving forward in 2023. Be good with being the villain in people's stories. Like, there are going to be lots of people who have a lot to say about how they feel about me, family members, friends. I mean, you name it, former friends, because I've also done some inner circle culling, or I don't even know if it's culling trimming in, in 2022. So cut some people out because we just weren't going in the same direction, the same place. So just done. Um, and I, I get that there are those who have been in connection with me, who feel like I have abruptly dropped them like they were hot because that's my style. And that is typically the way I do things, right? And so I also understand that from their perspective, I may easily be the villain in their story. And I'm good with that because they get to tell their story in any way, shape or form they want. And I get to live my truth in any way, shape or form I want. That's, it's really that simple. So lesson number four for me was just to be good. Like there was a time, not so much in, in my forties so far, but definitely in my twenties and early thirties, where I was really concerned about people seeing me a certain way. 
And I'm just not concerned about that anymore. You know why? Because people will see me depending on the day and the time and what they're going through and how they feel in the moment. And if I've done something like people, how people see me is going to change depending on 50 different variables. And I cannot control how they see me or what they say behind my back. So I have just gotten to a place of radical acceptance on that. For some people, they'll be like, Cassandra's amazing. And for some people, they'll be like, Cassandra's a total bitch. And you know what? I'm good with being both. I'm okay with being like the fairy godmother in Cinderella. And I'm okay with being the ice queen in Snow White. Like, I am good with both stories. Because at the end of the day, I know who I am. And so there is a piece in me about no longer being in a place in my life where I feel like I've got to change people's narratives about me. They can feel how they want to feel. And I get to decide what's true for me. And they don't have to be the same thing. And I'm good with that. So that was lesson number four. Lesson number five. Um, this is one I'm still learning. And I firmly believe that this one is actually one of these days I'm going to write a book on self-love. But but lesson number five is something that I'm going to use 2023 as a year of solitude to really focus on. And also, I know this is a lifetime spiritual classroom. I will not get out of this classroom in less than a lifetime. So I understand that this is going to be a year to year lesson. And lesson number five of 2022 for me was it takes a long time to relearn self-love. A lot like, you know... It is a lifelong spiritual classroom and the road back to self-love, the road to maintaining self-love, it is an up and down journey, up and down and up and down. And so I've really come to understand that um, I've got a lot of work to do when it comes to self-love on, on, on many different fronts and many different angles. And so for me, I'm starting to really see being somebody who loves to sprint, like I love to do things fast. I'm starting to really see that there is no fast approach to regaining, rebuilding and maintaining self-love. It is a constant, I won't say battle because I don't like using that word in this arena, but it is an up and down journey and I've just got to be good with it and flex and flow and really check in with myself constantly about, am I treating myself? like someone I love. Am I in, and I have to especially check it when I'm dealing with other people. And I'm, and I have to look at it like, if I, if, if this were my daughter in this situation is, is this the right approach? Does this reflect her self-love to respond this way? to, to do these things or to not do these things. So for me, it is a lesson that I'm continuing to learn, but it's the radical acceptance that self-love, self-love is a lifelong spiritual classroom, period, the end. Lesson number six for me and my top lessons of 2022, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said it this year to different people, but this was a big lesson that came through for me. What's right isn't always what's easy. What's right isn't always what's easy. And just because it's easy doesn't make it right. You know, there's this whole LOA law of attraction movement that has been going on for decades. I love all of it. I'm super woo woo. 
I completely know and understand that our vibe attracts our tribe. Like we attract things. And let me also say that there is, there has been this fallacy with law of attraction that says, all you got to do is think it and feel it. And then it comes to you with no work, right? And that it's got to be easy. If it's meant for you, it's easy. Here's the thing. Childbirth isn't easy. You know what I'm like? And those children that I've given birth to were meant for me. Trust me, they were meant for me. So I am not one who believes the LOA nonsense about everything that you that you want to create has got to be easy. Because in my mind, what's right isn't always what's easy. When you have to sit somebody down and tell them that you are firing them, that is not easy. That is not an easy. And yet in, that might be the right thing for both of you. When you are ending a relationship, telling that person isn't easy, but that may be exactly what needs to happen. That might be right. When you are closing a business to start a a completely different business and you have to start from scratch and start all over, that is not easy, but that may be exactly the divine right next step. So one of my biggest lessons of 2022 was that when having to choose between doing what's right and doing what's easy, always go with what's right. And I don't mean right from like a moralistic, this is the right thing to do thing. I mean, from your own compass, what's right. You know, there are lots of people in our lives that we don't want to let go of, but deep down our intuition knows you need to let this person go. You need to let them go. And deep down, you know, it's right. But you also know it's going to be hard as hell to do. And that's where I go back to the lesson for me this year has been what's right isn't always what's easy. And and when I face find myself in situations where I'm like, man, it would be so easy not to, but it's the right thing to do. I have to force myself. And I mean force. Force is the right word here. I have to force myself to do what's right, not what's easy. That's the thing. So that was lesson number six of 2022. Lesson number seven of 2022 was this. Don't waste time with those who insist upon living out the same patterns. You know, I could do a whole episode, which I probably will about this. Um, Let me be super clear about this lesson because this lesson came through super clear for me and it has for a number of years. Like this didn't just come up in 2022. This has been coming through for a number of years for me. It's time to stop being a landing space for other people's emotional garbage and bullshit. There are people who are caught up in their own toxic patterns. And as much as they say they want out of them, they actually really don't. You know how you know they don't? Because they're still in them year after year after year after year. And I'm starting to really see that whether it's making excuses or laziness or not doing what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it or staying in relationships that aren't good for them or complaining about family members, but not setting boundaries or staying in a job they hate, but not leaving it or not starting a business or a YouTube channel or anything else, even though they keep saying year after year that they want to do it or not writing a book and then coming to me, asking me how to write a book. Like I could go on with the list of stuff, but here's what I'm going to say. The lesson that came through for me is don't waste time with those who insist upon living out the same patterns. Listen, I have patterns that I've spent years living out. 
I, I have patterns that I'm still working through that I'm like, I don't know why this pattern is still here, but we need to stop this. Like life is short. We need to stop. There's no shame if you recognize that you're a person who has patterns that you really want to go, but you're not doing the things necessary to have them change. All I'm saying is the lesson for me was I'm no longer wasting my time on people who want to vent, but they don't want to do anything about it. They want to hope and dream, but they're not backing it up, up with daily massive action DMA. I am no longer there for that. I'm there for the folks who are like, I'm on it. I'm doing it. I'm ready. Let's go. I Listen, I will be in your corner if you're about making change happen. But I am no, I am, I am no longer open for people who want to bitch and not take action. Can't do it. And I'm also not tolerating it within myself either. Like this fitness goal for me has been a fitness goal. This whole IFBB Bikini Pro, if you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to episodes. You'll just hear it throughout the episodes, years and years and years. I've wanted to do this. You know, I'm finally having the conversation with myself where a couple of things. One, I don't know that I'm going to love that look should I get my body down to that place? So that's, that's, that's the wavering kind of whiffle waffle. I don't know that I'm going to go all the way there. If I, cause if I don't like that muscular body, I'm not going to go all the way there. Let's just start with that one. That's number one. But number two, I had to have a conversation with myself in 2022 where I said, listen, stop putting this on hold. Stop putting this on hold. Give it everything you've got. You know, your body will get super fit and decide as you go there. Like, like you may not get all the way onto a stage. Like you may decide you don't want to be that lean. Many things might happen, but stop using the, I don't know if I want to actually look, have my body look like that as your excuse for not going on the journey, go on the flipping journey and stop bitching about the fact that you've wanted to do this for 20 years. Like just stop. So that has been the conversation in my head. And I've also recognized that I have those things going on in me, but I'm not going to give that emotional garbage to other people. So I'm not going to accept it for other people. I love that people want to start businesses, start it. I love that people want to, you know, uh, make more money, do it, right? But I'm not there for the people who only want to talk to me about those things, but actually don't back it up with consistent daily massive action. No time for it. No time for it. So lesson number seven, don't waste time with those who insist on living out the same patterns. You are not a landing space for other people's emotional garbage. Lesson number eight. Okay. This is the one that I'm going to be practicing in 2023. And here's lesson number eight. It's okay to go MIA, missing in action. I, I kind of have those tendencies because I'm a super big introvert, even though it may not seem like I am, but I am. I love my own company. I love being in solitude. I definitely am a, a life path five and I can certainly be extroverted. But when I am extroverted, I've got to go in a closet somewhere and like breathe and be by myself and Netflix and chill. So I'm definitely not somebody who is the life of the party. I mean, I can be, but it takes a lot out of me to do that. So lesson number eight for me has been, it's okay to go MIA. And, you know, my closest friends have met me. They know that there are periods and seasons when I totally go MIA and that's okay. 
And for me, 2023, I'm making the conscious decision to go MIA on just about everybody, literally, because I need to work on me, like just me, not anybody else, just me, me. And then obviously my coaching clients, my coaching clients and my group coaching clients that they'll get that from me, but nobody else will. It's me and my coaching clients. So at the end of the day, what I've decided for 2023 is that 2023 for me is the year of solitude. It's the year of getting back to the fitness level that I want to be at. It's the year of getting to my 52 book goal that I've had for years, probably about five, six, maybe longer, maybe eight or nine years at this point. I've wanted to write 52 books. I'm currently writing, I think, book number 35, which will be out in a week or so. So for me, this year is about being absolutely selfish in focusing completely on me and getting me right with myself. And so lesson number eight in 2022, which is leading to a year of solitude in 2023, is it okay to go MIA? You know, there are seasons of life when you need solitude in order to grow. And I know that 2023 is one of those years for me personally. Lesson number nine, self-absorbed and non-present friends are not friends. Free up the space. So I, I trimmed my inner circle in 2022 um, pretty abruptly, by the way, as well. And I've also made certain decisions about friendships moving forward in 2023. And one of the things that I realized in looking at my friendships is how many how many surface friendships I have held with people who I typically was the first person to reach out whenever outreach happened, for whom um, not only did they not reach out first, but even when I would say, how are you? They really didn't care how I was. They really wanted to just have a conversation where they could vent or be counseled by me. And so what I've decided and what I really picked up in 2022 is those kinds of friendships are over, even on a surface level. I'm not even entertaining them even on a surface level. So I literally have cut out a massive proportion of friendships because I'm no longer doing self-absorbed friendships where those friends only want to talk about themselves. Not doing that. No longer doing non-present friends, right? Like friends who really never ever check in just to say, hey, are you good? Now look, I have some really good friends who check in consistently with me, who reach out consistently first, who really want to know how I'm doing and they're amazing. But I had too many people in my life who were really about me counseling them and me being there for them. And they were never there for me. And in fact, even in the rare moments that they were there for me, it felt more like they were doing that. So then I could then in turn be there for them. Not doing it. No more self-absorbed friends. No more non-present friends. No more me being the one to say, hey, what's going on? Do you want to do this? None of that. Done. Um, I would rather be alone and with my own company than have those kinds of people in my life. So I freed up a lot of space in 2022. And that was one of the lessons, you know, friends who are only about themselves or who are not present when you need them. Guess what? They're not friends. Let them go. So that was lesson number nine. Self-absorbed and non-present friends are not friends. Free up the space. The 10th and final lesson that I'm going to talk about that I learned in 2022 is this, 
and this is a quote that I found on Pinterest one day, and I absolutely love it. And I write it in my daily goals journal every single day. Don't chase what's not chasing you. You know, I think, and this is a continual lesson. I really think that this one is probably going to be a lifelong lesson for me because I'm competitive and I love to win. And I have this tendency, like if something is hard to get, then I want to work even harder. So I'm, I'm fighting that current constantly because it's something that is so ingrained in my being. So I, I really feel like lesson number 10 will be a lesson every single year. Don't chase what's not chasing you. In other words, I'm just getting to a place in my life and maybe it's age. I mean, I'm about to be 45 in a couple of weeks and maybe it's just, I, I just don't have time for that kind of stuff anymore. Pushing boulders uphill, chasing folks, convincing people, like trying to, you know, make it work. I just have no energy for people who don't see my value, uh, for people who, for whom I have to work or perform or convince. I'm like, I have no patience for that any longer. In my twenties and thirties, I did. And I did a lot of that, but now I'm just in a space where I have no more energy for chasing what is not chasing me. No more energy for it. Not here for it. So I think that is going to be along with the self-love, a continual lifelong lesson and a reminder that just because something is hard to get doesn't mean it's valuable. Ooh, let me say that again, because that just came out of nowhere. Just because something is hard to get doesn't mean it's valuable. I don't know who needs to hear that, but I didn't even put that in my notes. Let me say it one more time. Just because something is hard to get doesn't mean it's valuable. That was one of the biggest lessons I got in 2022 is that not everything that wants to be chased is as valuable as the chase makes you think it is. In fact, very often, if something wants to be chased, it's the insecurity of that thing that leads it to feel the need to be chased in order to be chosen. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I just, listen, I need to get fit. I need to, you know, get my business to a certain level. I want to build a dream home. I, I want to have more babies. Like, I just don't have time to chase what's not chasing me. I just don't. So I'm not. And, um, that is, that has been one of the biggest lessons because it is so easy to get caught up in wanting to chase what is not chasing you. And at the end of the day, if you just realize whatever is for you shows up for you, whatever is for you wants you as badly, if not more so than you want it. And whatever is for you will never require you convincing them that they are right. Like just don't have time for that. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of where I am with that. So thank you for listening today. If you know somebody could benefit from hearing this, please share it. I am intending that 2023 is a more present year for the She Runs the Show podcast. I do want to laser in on business a lot more. This podcast has been a lot about mindset and I love that. I will still touch upon those topics, but in 2023, I want to start teaching business technique and, and, and side hustle ideas and how to do digital entrepreneurship and online business, because I really feel like everybody needs a side hustle. I don't care if you're a doctor making $500,000 a year as a neurosurgeon. 
If you get Parkinson's or your hands don't work, like you're done as a neurosurgeon, wouldn't it be nice to know that you have multiple streams of income that you've built over a number of years that makes you money in your sleep? That's what I'm talking about. So I'm passionate about that and about helping as many women entrepreneurs do that because I feel like women need to cover their butts financially and get ready for the tough financial times ahead in the coming years. And so I am on a mission to help women entrepreneurs do that and women who are working for other people and don't think they can be entrepreneurs. I want them to know it's not optional to have a side hustle or two or three, like your financial security cannot rest on one paycheck. It cannot. So that is where we're going with She Runs the Show in 2023. So join me for the journey. Please share this with someone you know who needs to hear this message. Maybe some of these lessons, you know, were your lessons too in 2022. And, you know, remember, be gentle about the lessons you're learning. They are meant for you and they will not leave until you learn them. And some of them, like the self-love and like the don't chase what's not chasing you, they're lifelong classrooms. So be good with that too. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to She Runs the Show. 